0: I like getting bumped around on the trail, but no, I mean- like getting certain... smacked around, just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bikes and Bourbon, where we always pronounce things correctly. Uh, I'm Russ from The Pathless Pedaled. I am Toffer from The Bike Path. I almost went with, I am Topher, <laughs> just to like- Topher.
1: To, yeah, just to like, yeah. I
0: don't, but- Toffer. So today we're going to talk a lot about gravel, gravel events, when one would want a gravel bike versus a mountain bike, mm-hmm. and semantics and stuff about gravel Yep. and supple stuff. And we're also going to drink bourbon. This is another gift, uh, bourbon from Laura. Does she get another, I mean, I guess, mm. yeah, I should. Okay. Yeah. So, Laura, you are queen of the bourbon. She <laughs> Again,
1: um, she brought back another. This one is. Um, this one's got a key. It's gamified, I think. Yeah. That, I think that's what it's called when you do something like this key thing.
0: Yeah, so the bourbon is blade and bow, and uh, there are five expressions, and each one has a different key. And if you get all five and get all five keys, you can go to the distillery, and then, I don't know. There's. A pot of gold there's or something. A, yeah, there's, there's a room. <laughs> Someone should do that with bikes. Like, if you get like five bikes from a. Mis- like, a so, like if you start. have like
1: all, like, if you have like five different Surleys, <laughs> right. you can go to Minneapolis and right.
0: like. And it turns into like Surly Voltron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Like this one um, is number four. Right. If people are keeping track at home. It's interesting. Like they are different. It's like different ages and yeah. different uh, barrels that they're aging them
0: in. And so this is a American white oak barrels. It's a pretty straightforward, I think. I mean. Yeah. No, like they didn't like finish it in like a, a wine cask or or anything. Right. So on the nose, I get a lot of like caramel, vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nice and uh, like smooth. It has a smooth feel to it. Mm-hmm of the flavor is like... I think it's pretty woody, too. It's not yeah. like super sweet, which is nice. No. I don't get the same incense smoke like from the other one. <laughs> but there what? is like a, a woody characteristic to it. It's good. It's mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, it's a good good solid drinker. If you guys can find this, and I think um, this might have like limited distribution, but... So, uh, speaking of gravel stuffs, the gravel world, uh, gravel. The, the mother of all gravel events is kicking off this weekend, Trans-Iowa. Um, which is a self-supported, gravel-style event, which was uh, a lot of people credit to kind of birthing uh, lots of other events like DK and uh, Land Run and all that stuff. Yeah, you have
1: kind of some direct, almost like direct lineage coming off of Trans-Iowa where I think Dirty Kanza kind of Especially being like a longer like 200-mile yeah. thing, it's kind of like inspired by Trans-Iowa being yeah. Trans-Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I rode Almanzo a couple of times, and I remember mm-hmm. just people, like Trans-Iowa was always one of those, like, <laughs> like kind of one of those things, yeah, that was yeah. tossed around, and I think a lot of people were, were kind of it's just...
0: I think one thing that's interesting about Trans-Iowa is that whereas um, in events like Dirty Kanza and Land Run are, are generally more produced, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a, like a festival atmosphere and everything. Right. Trans Iowa is still pretty low key and like grassroots. Right. You know. Yeah. And I, I remember we actually interviewed uh, a Guitar Ted, who who started it or runs it now, and uh, he said that's deliberate, just to give people an option. You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. It was. It's interesting to think about where where it's come because I mean, it's such a. Do you know the mileage?
0: It's. I think it's over 300 miles. Yeah. Yeah. It's. So it's, it's, it's
1: long. It's a nice chunk. Yeah. Nice chunk of of, of yeah, mileage there, and. It's interesting because obviously that's like a multi-day event that I was thinking more and like especially listening to uh, the PLP talks with Bobby, mm-hmm. uh, where he was talking about the multi-day thing because like, I guess you also have, we didn't talk about it in the little intro there, but Grinduro, mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those other things where yeah. it's like, but that's more of like the stagey right. version where Trans-Iowa yeah. is like a one shot. Yeah. type I mean, Multiple days, but you don't right. have stages. Yeah, you don't
0: obviously. like sleep overnight and like re- restart the next day. Right, it's just kind of at your own pace yeah. and however quickly you are are trying to do it. I interviewed uh, Nick Legan that interviews Diet Up, but he wrote the book. He wrote the book on gravel cycling. <laughs> literally, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, literally. Really. It's somewhere. somewhere. It's okay, here. trust us. It's in the compound. <laughs> the but, uh, is I compound. I asked him like, what What are some of the the events or trends in events? And he said, yeah. uh, you know, multi day format. So I think like our, our, Rebecca's private Idaho mm-hmm. is is turning into like a multi-day stage race, yeah. and even like uh, Dirty Kansas this year they do they're they're launching DKXL, so 350 miles or 300 I don't know a lot more miles than 200. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know people are starting like a day early, um, invitation only. So I think like there's definitely you know once you have a gravel event that has uh, you know solid following. You know to kind of keep it new and fresh mm-hmm. um, you, you add more mileage and more days yeah
1: like I think it would be fun to do a multi-day event that you had like 40 or 50 miles each day mm-hmm. different gravel different like a loop mm-hmm. from a place right and it was like stagey but then like that 40 to 50 would maybe make it mm-hmm. a little bit faster pace. Mm-hmm. or if you weren't used to riding gravel it also wouldn't be like a huge commitment for you but right. putting three Two or three, like 50 days, like 50 mile days back to back. Right. I think it'd be a, like a fun challenge because like the racers could race hard each day. Right. And like that could kind of be a challenge for them. Right. But then also people who aren't used to it could have the yeah. vibe of just like yeah. cruising on gravel that's supported or semi-supported. Yeah. Um, or maybe not because after like 40 to 50 miles, like that's pretty easy to pack for. Yeah.
0: But uh, well, it's kind of like um, we, so. got, we got a chance to do the ramble ride, and it's a oh, yeah. kind of a similar format. It wasn't like at w- one destination where you do. Loops, but you right. moving, you're kind of moving, but they, but they like move. They move the the camp kitchen the and the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you still have to carry all your uh, camping stuff, um, and those those are actually challenging days. Right, <laughs> Not yeah. a lot of climbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was and
1: that, but then yeah, like, that's kind of nice because once again, you know that when you get to the end, there's beer, there's beer, <laughs> and there's like your like you don't have to do anything. Like, yeah, yeah. You're at your campsite. You mm-hmm. can just kind of like. Relax and chill
0: out, and yeah, and I, I think that like Ramble Ride's an interesting event. And I hope there, that they're more like that because it kind of you, know, you still have that feeling yeah. of self-sufficiency from bike packing, but you know some of the, the creature comforts.
1: You know, it's like nice because also they're not like USA Cycling, right? I mean, which is like that's an infrastructure that can exist and can right. support a certain type of cycling, but it's right. also fun to have, have kind of like <laughs> racy things that aren't necessarily racy, and that if you don't want to like right. Race? You don't have to. Right. You can like kind of just enjoy yeah. having somebody pick out a route for you and go ride it. And if you want to race it, you can. Yeah.
0: Do you remember? Do you ever go to any of the New Belgium uh, Fat Tire festivals? Like when they come to a town and I have not
1: been to one. No.
0: Because they used to do this. I think they, they might still do this. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. But for like a you know a day, they just created like this cool bikey festival mm-hmm. space, and there were rides. It's like that, but with a little bit more—not like performance-oriented, but like it was more than just like a casual ride. <laughs> but you, but you were amongst your tribe of, of bike, bike nerdy folks. Right. And, it yeah. feels like that. I wonder if that comes from you know, New Belgium
1: being in Colorado. And there being yeah. some mountain bike, but also some roadie stuff, and it kind of, once again, like the melding of those kind of those worlds of yeah. like different people being able to come together. They want to like be casual sometimes. Yeah. They also want to. I don't know. Yeah. And so.
0: Yeah, I think it's like um, it's a hard niche to 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 serve well because like it's easy, you know. You know what racers want, and you mm-hmm. know what like the super casual. You no know racers want to want to just, <laughs> just want to race. They want to race, <laughs> but <laughs> like that, but that gray zone of where you know maybe you're not like a competitive like cyclist, but you like to ride fast or fast for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely faster than like a, at like a parade pace. Right. Like, but, like, that gradation that is so, so big, it's hard to create an event that kind of serves those people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's what's nice about gravels. You're not necessarily always, like, closing off, like, major roads. It's not like right. it's like a marathon through your town. Right. Where like, yeah. you're having to, like, <laughs> OK, well, the last person will be done with this intersection at this time, and so we can kind of, right. like, move, you know, yeah. open back up the race course. Yeah like it's on gravel roads and a lot of them are open you know you never like they never close yeah
0: um, roads for gra- not usually yeah let's see let's jump into a comment this will be a good segue we got some good
1: we got some good comments
0: this yeah week here. Uh, Jeez, so buddy. Matt Mason um, referring to our last episode said it's a golden age of cycling products <laughs> <laughs> the golden age of cycling was long ago before cars and uh, a lot of people echoed that sentiment mm-hmm. and I can see where that's true, you know, that yeah. we, we do have great choice, but at the same time it's like, you know, we're, um, you know, we're, we're biking, biking with cars. Yeah. Uh, cyclists and cycling, we we're always seen as like scofflaws. Like even historically, like, you know, they're referred to as scorchers and like, you know, people that would ride too fast and scare the livestock and everything. So it's like we, we never win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt Reynolds. He writes, uh, wait, can I still live the supple life with 700 by 38 compass, or is the supple life for the 650B club only? (laughs) It's not a, a, I don't think it's a 650B club. It's not. I mean, if you've got compass tires, those by default tend to be pretty supple. But I love that Venture Cyclist responds right away. Um, I think that's what, what it first meant, but recently Russ mentioned that it's more about the lifestyle of looking for more comfort in bikes and such. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're exploring lo- the road less traveled, you're living this up life, so that's a good kind of tidy bow. Yeah, sure. I do. Yeah, I
1: agree with that, and I I had a reason recently to get out a road bike. What? It's kind of, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is. like 700 by 28. What? <laughs> and, but it had that extra light like, compass casing on okay, it, and I was kind of like, yeah, I was like, oh, I haven't done this, but I was like, oh, this is, like, decent. Like, yeah. this is a nice, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was nice, and I think you can. I think, yeah, definitely what Venture Cyclist has to say is spot on there with the... Uh, <laughs> It's, I mean, I think definitely if you want to get technical and scientific, 650B (laughs) could help you.
0: There's a greater chance of of suppleness. But, philosophically, (laughs) and kind of just general, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not meant to be exclusive. We're trying to be... We're trying to be inclusive. Yeah. As long as you pronounce things correctly. (laughs) So let's talk about, like, semantics around gravel. Yeah, okay. Um, so... You know, there's this idea. I, I made a video recently about uh, 650b conversion, mm-hmm. and and to me mentally, when I when I think, six, did you read that article by Logan? I did on bikepacking.com. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: There's another. Yeah. 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 When I, Russ has finger on the pulse here.
0: <laughs> we released the video a day early. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so 650b and 27.5 the same. Like same thing. Like, like, physically right. the same, but right. but mentally for me. Like, I think 650B stops at 650B by 48, like something like the switchback mm. hill. Okay. Right? And then 27.5, sure. you start to, like, it wow. changes from millimeters to inches all of a sudden. It gets all mountain bikey. It does get all You know, 27.1, 0.2, 3. Um, I mean, I was looking through the WTB site, and they actually divide it the same way, too. Oh. Yeah, like you can. their horizons are under their road, and then you look at the tire size. It says six fifty B, and then like the other stuff is like twenty seven point five. Yeah. So I think there's like a yes, it, roadies p- and mountain bikers are so easily <laughs>
1: easily mis- <laughs> misled by yeah uh, by
0: nomenclature. Nomenclature. <laughs> so I mean, I think like because like, hmm. I, I got took t- I got taken a task by saying, you know, if you do a six fifty B conversion, because in my head I was thinking six fifty B by forty eight would be the largest. Um, then you would kind of drop, you know, the bike and have pedal strike and some people were like, well, you can go up to, you know, oh, you know sure. two point. And, and that's true. Like, but for, for, for someone, for, and I was like, yes, that is true. But for me, when I was making the video, I, I didn't know, <clears throat> I didn't realize I had, a, I had a schism in my head where yes. like, you know. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, no, that's fascinating. So, yeah, you can uh, clearly. Go bigger. I mean, there's mm. plus size tires, you know, three inch right. for 27.5. Right. I guess. If you go to three inches, you're, <laughs> you've definitely broken through the 48 barrier. Um, so, this is so I I have a bike that can, I, right now I have, because they're Pan Erasers, mm-hmm. I think they're marketed as 650B by. Fifty or fifty or forty-eight, one point nine. Okay. if you convert it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <Nah.
1: laughs> To math. Um, but the bike I I ride that on
0: can it can hold up to like a three-inch tire. Yeah. What did what did you have? And so what, what did you have prior to three inches? Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. And a quarter. Okay. So I
1: went from two and a quarter to one point nine. Because okay. I mainly ride this bike. Well. I ride this bike on roads to get to dirt and gravel. Right. So I, I wanted something that I could do right. that on, you know, that was easier and I, I there's a couple of times I've been kind of caught out on a road ride and just was like not. Fast enough. Well, cause I mean it's spring and so some of the, you know, sometimes like people are choosing routes and you have to go with a more road focused ride. Right. Uh, right, While things dry out. Yeah. And so, but then even then I was like 1.9, and 1. a lot, like 1.9, just so, like, history lesson, <laughs> that's like what mountain bikers used to race on. Like that used to be considered wide, right? I mean, right, like yeah. that was like, 1.9 was a,
0: a yeah. big tire. Yeah. 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 But yeah. then I
1: think even now though, like uh, people race 1.9s, you know, like, I mean, I think that that size tire is like a common, like cross country mm-hmm. race tire, you right. know? Cause you don't want, I mean, when you're trying, I mean, when you're riding, racing mountain bikes. Yeah. You want to, and yeah. try to live in the aero lane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it's weird though, cause it's like the bike is kind of, I mean, it's like a flow trail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I carry stuff on it a lot up front. It's kind of my, you know, overnight bike, mm-hmm. if I go, you know, if I go out and I do that on, tra- I don't know, so it's like weird cause it's like, well, it's kind of a mountain bike. Cause I can like fit these <laughs> wide tires on it. Right. But I often, but it's like a really comfortable,
0: I don't think of it as a mountain bike. Right. Did you, it, know, did you notice, did you notice a, a difference when you changed tires? Yeah, like, yeah, well... I mean, yeah. was it just in terms of like rolling speed or did it change like how the front handled or...? It didn't change how the front handled, it just changed,
1: yeah, just the rolling speed. I mean, uh, you'd think like sometimes maybe you're like, you're kind of like debating, like, if I <laughs> shave off 3 tenths of an inch, you know, like is that really gonna, if I go from 2.25 to like,
0: what's, what, come on.
1: But it's it's a difference.
0: It's a lot, because it's not only this way, it's all the way around. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's all all the way around. Yeah, so, yeah, but then that got me thinking, because I, like we've been talking about, my mind, when I think about routes, has been going more towards not being on the road, wanting to kind of be able just to, like, explore, uh, relatively new here, so trying to, like, wanting to just kind of see what's available around town. And there's just certain things though where like a true mountain bike, like one that even like I mean it's a hardtail, but there's right. uh, a squish on the front. Yeah. That's nice. It's nice to have a mountain bike. Right. Like there are things where a mountain bike, <laughs> it's not like if you, it's not like tires. Are, I mean obviously like they can help you with certain things, but there's some, some times where you like right need a mountain bike. Yeah. So what,
0: what's for you? What's the dividing point between like okay, I can do this on a gravel bike versus a mountain bike? Is, there, is it like a percentage of. I think
1: it's so, yeah. I think you, I mean, you would have to maybe know your terrain. I think like terrain would be a big one for me because there's like a point like where if your trail is like rocky mm-hmm. and you're just like. <laughs> it's like nice to have a mountain bike. Like right. you can just handle, like, you can just, yeah. you have suspension that can handle those things. Yeah. You can have like a three inch tire or something like that that can like also help you. Right. Um, distance, like I went up recently and did a bike overnight, and maybe if I was going like for fun, I would not have taken like the Page Street, which is the kind of more drop bar bike. bike. But like, it's like, well, I want to pack more stuff. Kind of, that's like my glamping bike. (laughs) Like I can just, I have like, I can just put Lots of stuff on it and so right. that trail is also one that people mountain bike on all the time Right, and it's understandable because it's there's like a lot of rock So I don't know like if you're just going out for like an afternoon of having fun like yeah You might want to take your mountain bike, but like maybe there's like a fun versus
0: Yeah I mean I think function. Yeah, so I think this like, is where like trade-off
1: there.
0: Yeah, I think people um, Well, let's let's talk about like bike like gravel semantics for a little bit. Yeah, like um, You know first off like any bike can be ridden on gravel you know, like the first thing, usually when we start yep. talking about gravel bikes, it's like, well, every bike's a gravel bike. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and then... And, and, and
1: like if you go to a gravel, woods, I mean, I remember riding like Almanzo. The first year I did it, I was yeah. really nervous, like, what bike should I be riding, right. what tire size? And then you get there on the line and there's like guys on road bikes,
0: yeah. guys
1: on kind of early, this was several years ago, so it's kind of like... Some early gravel,
0: like mostly cyclocross type right. stuff.
1: But then there's people on mountain bikes.
0: Yeah, you can ride gravel on anything. Yeah. So gravel, you know, like you can ride gravel on anything, uh, but but I do think like you know the like when when uh, when the industry says gravel bike, they have like something specific in mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. And it's usually I feel like has drop bars. Yeah. You know. So yeah. it's drop bar. It's it looks like a road bike. It's got clearance for wider tires, slacker geometry. Um, yeah. Most have uh, mounts for racks and, and fenders. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is like when like now like, yes, you can ride any bike on gravel. But like in terms of what a gravel bike is now and like what's being sold, there's kind of a like specific format. Right. And what, what what's funny is like whenever I do, a vid- whenever you know, I post a video about gravel bikes, I, I eat so much. Comments, <laughs> like, a, lot, a lot of them, like you know, make fun of the term. But then, like if we we can play this game all day, like about like mountain bike terms, like what the hell does enduro mean, or like right. you know what's or I mean, wait, a, isn't every mountain bike a trail bike? You right. Know, yeah. Well, I mean, you have
1: mountain bikes, which is like a rigid, fully rigid Krampus, right? And then you also have like a full squish
0: minor mountain bike has this huge. Yeah, and it, it's, and it's, it's, it's bonkers to me. Like up. people will will crap on the term, you know, gravel bike, but be, will completely be okay with like all the you know like nuanced you know terms with mountain mm-hmm. biking and, and all the different bikes that they encapsulates Right. So it's good to have. I mean, I think. Right. It's just trying. It's
1: just like a. I mean, you have to like. I mean, it feels like you have to put some label on it. Right. Even though the label can be like we can yeah all road adventure gravel right. bike like whatever you want to call it, but you need kind of something to yeah. help distinguish what this thing is. Right. Because it is distinct from your typical road bike or yeah. your yeah. maybe going into kind of like a cross country mountain bike.
0: I think one thing that's interesting is like there's lots of um, you know with you know, this new type of bike out. There's a bunch of like new tire development. Mm-hmm. And if you go online, it's inter- interesting to see where different shops put gravel tires, mm-hmm. you know, because do they put it in road? Or do they mm-hmm. put it in mountain bike? Or do they put it in cross? I've seen like a couple websites now offer like adventure, <laughs> adventure tires. Adventure tires. You know, so it's kind of fast. Like it's, it's definitely like the wild west of of a uh, bike product design, but even just like wrapping your head around like what what goes where, right? And then you start to get into like tread
1: pattern, right? And, <laughs> and like which one, you know, what beefier ones and a lot of compass are right. kind of smooth, and so some people might not like that for gravel,
0: right? Or they might not
1: like extra like casing for gravel because right. you might end up. Uh, Cutting your sidewall. I mean, yeah. so there's lots of different, yeah, like weird things. Like we're, I think mountain bikers are very much kind of aware of like sidewall strength because yeah. like you don't want to <laughs> be like out there on a trail and you like bust bust it open. Yeah, like you can't get yeah. That
0: so. is interesting. Like uh, we, like Laura and I are uh, preparing for, for Dirty Kanza, and uh, so far I've been riding with the uh, 50 millimeter Soma uh, Casaderos, mm-hmm. which have um, uh, a skin wall, uh, you know sidewall. And uh, I consider it supple, it's suppler. Um, it's got an awesome tread. Like on, on like hard pack and on the road, there's no like buzz from the, from the tread, like ro- rolls like a road tire. But nice. it has like pretty good grip on, on mixed terrain. Um, so I love it, like in all the training rides that we've been doing, I do have like this existential doubt of like, if I take it to like the Flint Hills, it's just gonna like explode. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's always, I feel like, the the gamble or whatever people are trying to do, and yeah. I feel like it's, in some ways, like Compass, it's easier to live the supple life if you're on
0: smoother gravel, and you're not on like the,
1: some, some, some,
0: I guess more technical. Yeah. Um... Uh, what's your favorite current favorite gravel or mixed terrain tire? So the tires I switched to, okay.
1: I'm really loving them. So those uh, are the Panaracer yeah, Gravel
0: Kings Yeah. And they're, SK. And they're like a, a 50 or 1.9? Yeah,
1: 1.9. That's like a nice. I like that. I was uh on Schwalbe Thunderbirds before mm-hmm. that, and that had a kind of a similar tread pattern. Yeah. Um but then I don't think Schwalbe makes that heck? N- n- like any more narrow or yeah. like it I so was, that, I was really <laughs> splitting hairs at a point where I was like
0: i want at 1.9 no I totally get it. like on the uh, on the cutthroat like it, it, it ships with a 2.25 uh, Maxis Icons yeah which I thought was like a little bit too fat of the meats for, yeah. for gravel roads yeah I and mean, you just felt it like really kind of slow and sluggish uh, so then I I changed it to 40 millimeter gravel Kings yeah which then I felt was like, look, this looked weird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I gotta find the fifty millimeter tire. Just you know, not just for aesthetics, but for you know, right. overall suppleness. Right. And uh, the Casaderos, yeah, they a, fit. <clears throat> They look good. They they ride well. Super stoked on them. Yeah. If you, if you have yeah. a bike that that can fit them.
1: As much as gravel bikes can handle a bunch of stuff, and you can once again, I mean, you can mountain bike on a gravel bike too, probably. Right. Underbiking is a, yeah. a I think, a popular <laughs> pastime. <laughs> For, for both of us recently. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think it's, I think underbiking, the concept, um, so? people are still discovering it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like one of the, whenever, I, again, when I, I post a video about uh, gravel bikes, someone's like, well, you should just get a full suspension mountain bike. I was like, well, that's not the point. You know, my, my end goal isn't like ultimate, like magic carpet ride, like comfort. Right. It's, you know, a balance between speed, kind of like a little bit of, Uncertainty and raggedness that makes it kind of interesting and fun. Right, fun, yeah. You know, that's there's always like that weird thing where you're like, I like getting bumped around on the trail, but no, I mean, like getting smacked around just yeah. a little bit.
1: There's like a technical aspect of riding a bike that's fun to like not be able to just like count on all the suspension to smooth it all out, and yeah. Um, so that's the other thing. Whenever people say like, oh, the these gravel bikes are kind of just mountain bikes with drop bars, or it's like not. Uh, yeah, that's not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not really, because yeah. like the handling's different. The handling is different. All the—I mean—that's the thing. Is like you start to get into also once again all the <laughs> all the head tube <laughs> angles and stuff where yeah. you're talking about yeah. slack. Um, yes. So, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing where, and then also, once again, like with many things in bikes, yeah. like one degree, two mm-hmm. degrees can make a big difference, and yeah. so yeah. Um, when people like look at a bike, I'm just kind of staring now at and the cutthroat, <laughs> cut just, <laughs> I always find whenever we,
0: we can't put a bike there anymore. That's true. We should, I wish we could put one behind us. <laughs> because I'm just like, I always feel like I'm just like, oh, that, that, that bike, that's nice. Yeah. Um, the nuance is you know, make a difference. I mean it's easy, you know, if you're like entrenched into a particular biking you you like to do or if you're completely new to, to bikes to, to kind of just ride it all off as, you know, that just looks the same. But yeah. You know, like I'm um right. <clears throat> I mean I've had the chance, you know, through the channel and everything to, to ride like a lot of bikes. Right. Um so it get really keyed into like the differences. You know, kinda like what we're doing with the with the bourbon as right. well. Right. Yeah. You know, if you only drank like one bourbon your entire life, then you'd be like, well that's just You know a bourbon, you know, but like you know, after having a chance to sample many, then you can see like there's you know within the category of bourbon there's different ways it gets expressed. Right. Um, Yeah. You have preferences for some over the. Which is why
1: things like the midnight special Mm -hmm. from Surly get kind of like confuse people at first. Yeah. And like they're (laughs) kind of just like. Wait, what's that? You're like that... that's another bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but that's why. That's right, why. You know, I think,
1: yeah. Like they, yeah. you have to kind of be like, oh, it's just, it's just a it was fat tire. It's like, well, yeah, it's a fat tire road bike, which might yeah. not make it certain might not make it like the best for some types of gravel or like some off-road stuff. Though if you're like comfortable handling a bike on mixed terrain, it might actually be really fun for you. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because you just see like, oh, it's fat tires. It's certainly, it must be like an off-road bike. And it's like, actually, no, it's the geometry is designed Mm -hmm. around kind of more roady stuff. And so, yeah, that's always, it's like, it's just we want to...
0: I think, I think the that's, Midnight yeah. Special is probably, like, the most interesting bike I've had a chance to, to throw a leg over recently. I mean, like, if it were a bourbon, it would be like a smoky bourbon, you know? Yeah. Like, it would be like, it would have, like, the bourbon notes, but then it would have, like, some other, like, flavors coming out left field, and you're like, whoa, what's, what's going on? Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And... That's actually, those are kind of, like, the bikes I'm drawn to now. Like, you know, I've got, like, a solid staple of, okay, this is a road bike, this is a touring bike. I want something that's... Like strange and confusing, and and sometimes not predictable, <laughs> just yeah. to make it interesting. Right. Um, that's why
1: I'm like, you, I wanna... you want you want unpredictable handling. Is that, <laughs> is that it? Like a, just kind of like a loose, slightly Whoa. loose
0: headset. What? I could do that on purpose. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen at any given moment. But you know, it's like when you ride when you when you when you ride a road bike, you ride it, and you're like, yeah, rides like a what a road, road yeah. bike should be yeah. like or like yeah. a, a, a touring bike, It right? ride just like a touring bike. I want something that's like, you know, <clears throat> kind of like surprisingly quick in the rear, but maybe like also slightly unbalanced in the front, a little bit more slack. Um, you know, some people might consider it a mistake, <laughs> but would actually make for an interesting ride. It's a, it's ride, a, it's a feature, not a bug yeah. type situation. Yeah, I... yeah it probably wouldn't make like the best, like first bike for someone, but after you've had like many bikes mm-hmm. and like, you know, have yeah. like a sense of like right. what different bikes. Ride but also, like. I mean, that's like that's the that's why there's n plus <laughs> one
1: um, because, like like I said earlier, I got out my road bike. It was kind of like off in the corner of, of the garage, and it wasn't really. Yeah. No, you know, no attention had been paid to it for <laughs> to dust it quite the hot. some time. And I picked it up and it was like <laughs> the lightest It's like, light. where's, where's the rest of it? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, wait, is this like, everything is on here? Like, I think maybe... Do you want to read that I one? I think Joshua's comment here, um, yeah, I can, I can read. <laughs> I got this. I put the
0: phonetics out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. As much as I love my 650B wheels and off-road riding, and the proliferation of the gravel bike in general. He has put scare quotes around gravel.
0: <laughs> I think everyone does, that. It seems to be like the defa- default. <laughs> we all, as we all type it, we're always like, gravel.
1: I have to bring up the fact that not everyone has the easy access to the endless gravel miles of chill, gravelly, car-free roads that is so plentiful in the West and Midwest. That is true. Having lived in many states, where there are a lot of B roads, and now in a state with practically none, I realize what a luxury this kind of riding is. Mm-hmm. This also affects the biking culture of a place in the sense that when everything is paved over, even rural country roads, only road riders and triathletes tend to thrive, leaving little space for the type of rider riding that you guys talk about. Love the show and the conversations.
0: I Hi. agree, Like yeah. I, I, I do feel like yeah. you know the kind of riding you have, the terrain that you have will dictate the type of cycling mm-hmm. if it's you know, plentiful. Yeah. You know, so clearly you're not gonna have mountain biking where there's not mountain bike trails, and if you well, know.
1: yeah. I mean, like where? So my uh, I grew up in East Tennessee, and I say that as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> when did I grow up? I'm gonna play that back in uh, slow
0: motion. It'll be, it'll be like East Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that is, I mean, from my experience those rural country roads are often paved and they're often paved uh, with no shoulder. <laughs> and so yeah, like if you wanna go out for like a road ride, yeah. you have to be a pretty confident rider. You have to be like, okay, mm-hmm. kind of holding your own. And I think, I mean, once again, that's like historical use. Like the roads that like out west that people ride on are often um, like, you know, some type of logging or mm-hmm. forest service road and so yeah. they're like, some logging company like made the road as far as they needed it to go (laughs) and then when they were done with like their operation up there they just left and so there's this road that looks really cool but then you're like disappointed that it kind of just ends. And same thing like in the south you know there's a lot of roads that were just like people's uh, like around you know like weaving people's farms connecting them together and so you would I mean. They basically were like, oh let's pave that. Like and so <laughs> yeah. there wasn't a lot of like extra room because there was already established like Stuff growing stuff. <laughs> like, you know, maybe a farm yeah. or so you're like, Oh well, we just have this paved narrow stretch and so yeah. um once again yeah, so it's that historic usage that kind of comes into play. Mm-hmm. And out west we're kind of yeah, midwest we're fortunate because also in the Midwest, it's a little bit more, you have the like, huge farms, mm-hmm. and they have grids, and so like right. you can kind of connect things, and yeah, yeah. Those, that's why I think that type of riding is so
0: plentiful, it's because there's just tons of like, yeah. random... There's this uh, website, I think it's called like iowagravelroads.com or something, but it literally shows all the gravel roads in Iowa, and it's like almost like a perfect grid throughout the state. So you could like traverse the state multiple ways. Uh, permutations without ever getting on the paved road—it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. You know, again, I think it's not a trend that's gonna be here to stay. You know, people are still discovering it. You know, via the comments—that's what we're realizing. Yeah. I think you know it's still, like, especially over like in in Europe, people are, are you know like I'm, there's another YouTube channel GCN, and I've noticed that they're starting to talk about more gravel stuff, and and they're still figuring it out on on, on their their end of the pond. I think between like gravel and bike packing. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that gravel is going to be a lot more accessible to, to more people you know, just because of, of time commitment. Right. So one may be a gateway to the other, mm-hmm. but in terms of the one that you'll be able to do more frequently, I think gravel is going to be be it. I mean, it, it yeah. is for me. And it's interesting because it's like, I mean, some of that gravel stuff and like what,
1: you wonder if, you know, that's, um, it's like almost like the early days. Of mountain biking mm-hmm. where people were like oh like we kind of do this and we're not maybe supposed to or it's not right. like there, or <laughs> there's like we don't know like I mean it once again like, we were just talking about like the
0: logging roads where it's like can I ride on this like right. should I where does this connect <laughs> cool well I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show um, till next time keep the supple side down cheers